Hi, everyone. I'm Elizabeth Stein, founder and CEO of Purely Elizabeth. And this is Live Purely with Elizabeth, featuring candid conversations about how to thrive on your wellness journey. This week's guests are Julian and Cody Levine, brothers and co-founders of Oral Wellness Company Twice. Committed to empowering people to take control of their oral health and educate on the mouth's connection to overall health, inspired on a charitable dental mission providing free dentistry to communities without access to care, the brothers teamed up with their father, Dr. Jonathan Levine, to design a next-generation oral care brand focused on holistic health and improved oral wellness. In this episode, we talk about their approach to building a modern-day wellness brand, the importance of our oral microbiome, which is the second largest to our gut microbiome, how TWICE products provide not only clean ingredients, but also efficacy through cutting-edge science to create better mouth-body balance. Julian and Cody share some of the key ingredients to watch out for in oral care, how systemic health issues are linked to a dysbiosis of our oral microbiome, and the importance of finding joy and purpose. I absolutely love what Twice is doing. They are so on the cutting edge. To try their products, visit smiletwice.com and use code PURELY15 for 15% off your online order. Enjoy. Cody and Julian, welcome to the podcast. So excited to have you here. I'm such a big fan of your brand. And right before this, I had my whitening strips on. So hopefully my teeth are looking nice and white for you guys. Welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. Teeth are looking great. Great (laughs) to be here. (laughs) So let's start with before you guys started twice, what were you guys both doing in your career? Just first to establish your brothers. So there's that. Yeah. I'm Cody, the younger brother. And uh, before starting twice, I was in marketing. I was starting creative ad agencies in New York, and I was helping big companies, Fortune 500 businesses from AT&T to FedEx to the Bacardi portfolio. I was helping them tell stories and connect their customers, building kind of global campaigns, integrated marketing campaigns. I loved it. And the ability to help tap into a consumer's heart and their head and their soul uh, through marketing, through messaging, through communication, through video, uh, really moved me. But I was always in advertising. I was working with creative directors, art directors, copywriters, and I got to see the creative process for about seven years before starting Twice. And how about yeah. you, Julian? Before Twice took more of the finance route out of college, Cody and I, we, we both went to Cornell. We both played lacrosse together there. We both were in the business, undergraduate business program. I was How many years apart are you guys? With three. Okay. So I was a senior when Cody was a freshman. Nice. You know, he'll have to tell you another. Yeah. Time. <laughs> it was very special. <laughs> I took more of the analytical route and was an investment banker for four years, and then joined a, a growth stage investment fund specializing in tech and consumer for a few years, and so. I loved being immersed in business, and that was particularly the case in in banking. And then in investing, I really got to intimately see the entrepreneurial journey at different stages. And um, nothing, I guess, could quite prepare us for twice, but um, 
it certainly uh, has been, you know, helpful experiences in, in our past. And I'm sure it gave you that itch to want to be in it and seeing those experiences. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it's just inspiring. How lucky are we that we're, we're surrounded by so many inspiring people doing great things, looking to make the world a better place. And then when you're in that position where you're meeting, you know, five or six people a day that are building their dream, you know, and, and uh, disrupting and uh, burning the boats, it's, it's pretty cool. That's, that's also what was happening at home. We grew up with mom and dad, dad being a dental specialist and oral health expert. And they started their first oral care company together, our mom and dad, when I was seven, Jules was 10. And we were packing product on the ping pong table in the basement. <laughs> we were the in-house fulfillment center when we were kids. I love it. Okay. So you certainly had an influence from your parents and certainly a direct influence on the oral care aspect. What was it really that first inspired you guys to start twice? Where did the idea come from? Yeah, we joined our family. We started a foundation back in 2012 that brings full service dentistry, medical and dental services to communities around the world that don't have access to care. You know, we grow up in a society for the most part where if you have a problem, you can go see someone for it. You have a cavity, you get it filled. You see a dentist every three, six months as preventative care. Most parts around the world doesn't really exist. And we joined our family on a mission down in the Bahamas. And we've been doing it every single year since 2015 was, was our shift to the Bahamas with one of our dad's patients who happens to be Lenny Kravitz, who lives down in the Bahamas. And Julian and I, while we didn't go to dental school, we were incredibly moved and inspired by the profession. What a dental professional can do the ability to take someone who is in physical pain in their mouth, emotional pain, unable to smile or express themselves, you know, they cover their mouth because they're self-conscious and with a little bit of love and some hard work, able to flip the script and they leave our clinic. We have a full service dental clinic. They leave our clinic beaming ear to ear with this new energy, this new life, this new passion because they have a new, beautiful, healthy smile. And um, we were down there and Jules can share the kind of aha moments, but it was seeing people be healthier and happier by taking care of their mouth. And that was really the spark for what is twice. Wow. Yeah, there it was, it's a lot of power in these volunteer trips. And for us, it was particularly special because it was, I guess Code and I have different stories from a dental standpoint about our our, our past, but I, I never had braces. Uh, I was never self-conscious of my smile. I didn't even know what it was like to, you know, to feel worry or pain or or disappointment or embarrassment or anything about the smile. And so we got on this mission and all of a sudden you're seeing what I'm seeing what my parents have devoted their lives to, you know, to helping people transform. It's not just science and dentistry and, you know, you know, biology class, it's life transformation and a super, super powerful work. You know, when you juxtapose those feelings of happiness, of togetherness, of connection, brightness with the state of the oral care industry, at least, you know, in 2015, when we did this mission, it just felt like a void was 
there, you know, that like, where's the vibrancy of the smile? Where's the love of a smile? Where's the humanity of a smile in a brand? And while we were on these missions, and then we did it, we've done a mission every single year with except with exception for COVID where we skipped two years. Um, so we've done six missions. And uh, in 2016, it was just more of the same, but we got to see really how connected the mouth is to the rest of the body. So in 2016, we had patients coming back saying, guys, I'm flossing now. And, you know, this went away. And all of a sudden we start hearing these stories. People are opening up to us like we're a family and they're sharing how the dental care that we're doing and the education that we're doing are leaving them in an overall healthier place. And so that really inspired, in addition to our father, who really is pioneering this this movement of oral systemic health and the connection of the mouth and the body to want to create a brand that wasn't just a brand, but really a philosophy of what we've come to call oral wellness, of creating products with unique super ingredients uh, as a platform, as a holistic system that really cater to the mouth, knowing that the mouth is the gateway to the body. And so it really just kind of opened our eyes to both this, you know, brand opportunity, but also this product philosophy that we felt was just kind of missing. You know, it just it felt very, um, you know, drugstore commoditized, you know, have a problem. Here's a product, you know, not the the pull that we thought, you know, and again, this was 2016, right? So it's been, <laughs> it's been seven years from when we basically decided to take the jump to start the brand a couple of years later. And now, you know, five years in, we've, we've learned a lot, but that was the initial inspiration, really seeing the power of what our family has devoted their lives to and saying, Hey, we found our passion. Yeah, we found our passion. And uh, we were able to carry the torch from our folks, which was very powerful for us. That's such an amazing, beautiful story. I love that hearing so much, like the power of your family in it and just the full circle kind of moment and the power of what your oral health has on the rest of your health. And I mean, it's incredible how ahead of the rest of the category you guys are in the conversation. We've, we've certainly been talking about the gut microbiome, which is you know, in the last couple of years become such a bigger part of the conversation. But as I think back, you know, I went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, that school in 2007, and we were just starting to talk about the gut microbiome, but there was certainly no conversation about the oral microbiome. So I still feel like right now you guys are like just, just, just on the cutting edge with this. And we're probably just learning, you know, the, the little bit of information that we have is coming and So it's so cool to see what you guys are doing and to be so disruptive in a category that, as you said, has just been this commoditized drugstore, ugly packaging, like doom and gloom kind of category, and you're bringing happiness and joy into it. Well done. (laughs) Thank you. All right. You have this idea, you have this epiphany, and then when did you actually launch and what was the first product? We formally launched at the end of 2018. The name Twice was created for the twice a day ritual and also this idea of thinking twice. And alongside this idea of twice, our first product was a morning and night toothpaste. 
One was a white tube and was wintergreen and peppermint flavored. And the other was a black tube and was vanilla, lavender, and mint. And we were selling this direct to consumer as a two pack. And that was, that was the beginning of mine. <laughs> I was going to say, I did some digging before and do know that your packaging wasn't always this beautiful yellow brand, which yeah. to me, you know, some of my favorite brands have this yellow happy color. I think of like dry bar to me is, is this color. And we've actually since incorporated yellow as our brand color, but so what was the change in your white and black tubes and going into this packaging and branding? The evolution we made was a rebrand that was realigning our vision and setting us up for the future of the category and the truest expression of what we believe our brand represents and where we want the category, our customers, oral health at large to go. And kind of what Julian was talking about, this void we felt, oral wellness, and I think the brightness of our packaging, it was always there from the start. We just hadn't seen it yet. And I think along the entrepreneurial journey, when you start something that's rooted in the right stuff, right, that comes from like here, I'm pointing kind of at my heart. When that happens, you just keep molding the clay. And the evolution that we had made was us looking inward and saying, what is oral wellness for us? We always wanted to be a disruptor and challenge the category. And when you look at the aisle, if you were a fly on the wall in the round table at the megacorps building big toothpaste, yellow has always been a taboo, stay away, yellow teeth. And we first felt the idea of oral wellness with some incredible creative partners. And yellow was actually the color that brings brightness to people, that makes people smile. And we felt like we were in a position to then make that move where we had always wanted to expand beyond toothpaste. And the evolution was, hey, we're we're introducing new products. We're going from a toothpaste company to this oral wellness company where we're introducing floss, mouthwash, whitening products, this full holistic system. The way to improve and achieve optimal oral wellness is by using brushing, brush, floss, rinse, whiten with twice. And um, the yellow was a... It wasn't easy work as in, you know, that creative process is never easy, but it was so rewarding because what we have live today in market is a packaging, a brand, a feeling that was always there and is now just its purest, truest expression. That's amazing. Well, I think, you know, certainly in the sea of blues and whites and ugly packaging, like you've created such a beautiful chic design that frankly you want that product on your vanity and it's beautiful like skincare product to me. It's funny actually last week we had our all team meeting here in Boulder and one of the assignments was that each kind of team broke off into groups of four and you had to bring in well everyone had to bring in an example of a modern day wellness brand. You had to bring one product. 
and I brought your product because I think you guys wow. have just such done such a phenomenal job of getting beyond just here's the product, but really creating a lifestyle wellness brand to me. So what are some of the things that as, as we started off talking at the beginning, I saw caught you at the end that you were doing a four hour TikTok marathon yeah. yesterday. So what are some of the ways that you've helped to build brand awareness and and really get the brand out there into consumers' hands? I, I'm happy to share what, what I've felt. We, um, we found some unlocks and some wins uh, in the last year or so where people want to feel a human connection to the brand. And Julian and I, as brothers, as founders, as a family-run business, when we started posting on TikTok and tapping into what people are struggling with and hearing it from the founders, it started to click. And um, we take a very real, raw approach to community building. We're pretty bullish on TikTok. You know, I know the whole like is it getting banned or not we're like we're tiktok <laughs> and tapping community through what are people struggling with because we know that everyone has oral health issues and a lot of times it gets suppressed you know the the statistics on oral health are like sh- so shocking yeah and what are some of those statistics i mean nine in ten people have had a cavity one in two people have some form of periodontal disease, which is early stage gum disease, gingival inflammation in the mouth. And it's because of our modern diet, right? Processed foods, uh, acidic food, sugar, and it's contributing to an oral microbiome, just like the gut microbiome that is incredibly out of sync, dysbiosis, imbalance of bacteria. And the awareness of, hey, did you know that the number one killer in America, cardiovascular disease, heart attacks are directly linked to bacteria in the mouth when you have gingivitis? That's insane. Crazy. Cardiovascular disease, diabetes, Alzheimer's, dementia. These are systemic health issues that our country deals with on a daily basis. And prevention with the mouth is really the first step. So education is a huge component of our community building of how, you know, the yellow plays a nice role in social because it's like hyper visual. Yeah. Like, what is that? It captures attention. And then our real special sauce, I think, is our ability to educate and like make it fairly relevant and relatable because oral care has kind of been boring forever. Totally. In one ear, out the other. What did my dentist tell me? I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. Right. You're definitely not paying attention. Um, So... Yeah, that's been a big push for us. So let's talk about a little bit on the education piece, because I think we started that at the beginning, talking about the oral microbiome. But if you could go into a little bit of like what that means, and I did just see, I think this past week, or maybe it was last week, it had come out that frequent use of like regular mouthwash at a significant Mm -hmm. risk of developing prediabetes which, you know, you hear again, it's all about these stats. And when you hear them, you're like, oh my God, what am I, what am I doing? So help educate our community. There's a lot to learn. There's a lot that's coming out and we're really excited about sharing in that burden as a new next gen brand in the space to help educate and uh, inform. But essentially, you know, when you think about your mouth as this oral microbiome, and it's the second largest and most diverse microbiome in the body behind the gut. 
And you're kind of meant to think of it as an ecosystem. I was sharing with the team at, at one point that, you know, think of it as like the Amazon rainforest lies behind your mouth. And when you're using mouthwash that has alcohol, you're kind of going into the rainforest with machetes and flamethrowers and just torching the whole thing. The good bacteria, the bad bacteria, they're all dying. And um, that's not good, right? And when you have dry mouth, um, which leads to bad breath, it also allows bad bacteria to really thrive. So there's this whole conversation of like saliva, how your products can actually help you feel like you're hydrating and moisturizing your mouth and promoting saliva flow, which is basically like the river of this Amazon rainforest, uh, of the rainforest of your mouth. Um, so when you think about it this way, uh, where a healthy environment like an ecosystem is a balance of good and bad bacteria. Yes, you know, bad bacteria is okay. You think about other products that you can be using, should be using, because it's not just about fresh breath and white teeth, which of course everybody wants, but it's really about a healthy mouth, which is going to deliver all of those things, you know, fresh breath, bright, clean teeth, strong teeth, and uh, put you in this position to really reduce inflammation, which is this other word that doesn't really get used by modern or yeah. by you know, legacy oral care brands. But oral inflammation is really the, the lead indicator of hundreds of these systemic diseases. So yeah, I mean, you know, mouthwash, typically, it's an antiseptic, it's alcohol focused, and it just scorches the earth of that precious little ecosystem behind your teeth. So, you know, for the last several years, these non-alcohol mouthwashes have been coming to market, but then you have some that just don't really do much, you know? So we use uh, some really unique ingredients that when they're combined, have this impact where they really reduce more of the bad bacteria, allow more of the good bacteria to thrive, while of course maintaining some level of balance. But um, products that really try to think about this microbiome and being sensitive, you know, to it. So yeah, I think when you just, Think of it as an ecosystem, your mind kind of is like, oh my God, wait, what? You know, I don't just need like white teeth. I I want to start thinking a little differently. So totally. Yeah. Well, and I think one of the things too about your products that I've certainly noticed is unlike other natural oral care, you know, some of the natural toothpaste of the past that have been in the co-op store for years, that you don't necessarily from a consumer side doesn't actually feel like it works, where yours feels like it's working. So can you talk a little bit about like, what are some of those key ingredients that you're using? And also conversely, like what should people be wa watching out for? Yeah, great question. We like to think about products and most of our products have taken anywhere between a year and three years to make. So it's like a rigorous process. We work with amazing manufacturers and chemists. We work with our father, who's practically got a PhD in this has almost 30 patents on different oral care products. And uh, it's really fun process. We, we love it. So yeah, I, I think that the, the ingredients that we look out for are probably the, uh, the biggest one is sulfates, sodium lauryl sulfate. This is another one of those ingredients that when you use it in your mouth, it's what causes a bubble bath. It's why it's used by really big companies um, because it's super effective and cheap at creating a bubble bath in your mouth, which everybody loves, but it dries out your mouth, which promotes an environment of decay. And when it dries out your mouth, it can lead to canker sores, which Cody has been creating a lot of content on that people have found <laughs> very relatable. Um, and if those canker sores are left unchecked, they can lead to infection. So that's really like the main ingredient. 
our philosophy with everything is efficacy, experience, and health. Those are the three pillars of our products. So when we uh, responded to customers that said, we want a fluoride-free product, we said, okay, but we're not just going to give you the fluoride-free product that you see on XYZ packaging because that doesn't do anything to help strengthen the teeth, to try to help remineralize the teeth. So you're basically just brushing stains off your teeth and maybe freshening your breath, but you're not actually protecting them. And we live in a modern world where our diet is not uh, friendly to our oral microbiome. There's acid that occurs in a variety of different ways daily, every minute, every moment. So the idea of using a toothpaste just because it doesn't have fluoride because you read some article that may or may not be true, you know, you need to have something that remineralizes, right? So we have this product that we created most recently. It's our fourth toothpaste and it's a, a fluoride-free product that has an ingredient called nanohydroxyapatite which is an ingredient that's been around for a long time, but is having a moment. It actually has some really good studies around its efficacy um, as sort of a fluoride replacement. And uh, we're actually creating a fifth product, a fifth toothpaste, um, which hopefully launches sometime early next year, which will be another version of that product without charcoal. We had one with charcoal, gentle, gentle abrasive, and this next one will have no charcoal. So, that's on the on the toothpaste side, you know, how, how we think about it. Um, why you feel so clean? We have some ingredients in there. Um, in particular, our little secret ingredient is this ingredient called pentasodium triphosphate. It's a chelating ingredient, which means as you brush your teeth with it, it will actually cause a chemical reaction with plaque on the surface of the teeth to lift it oh. uh, and, re and remove it. So you have this mechanical action of removing plaque and a chemical reaction of removing plaque. And the result is like when you lick your teeth after you brush your teeth with twice, you will, you know, this is the most reviewed comment we get. I feel really, really clean. Totally. Um, yeah, that's probably a little bit of code. I don't know. Maybe I left some for, for you to cover, but. I think when it comes to efficacy, our focus on infusing super ingredients that go beyond kind of those surface level benefits. When we think about our version of a mouthwash, the immunity rinse. We use ingredients like nanocolloidal silver and zinc and baking soda and coconut oil. And the magic of our rinse, it's a dual chamber rinse. There's two chambers. And when you spray it directly into your mouth, it creates a reaction that oxygenates the mouth. When you add oxygen, it targets specifically the bad bacteria. So like most mouthwashes we were kind of talking about with alcohol, destroys the oral microbiome, good and bad. Ours specifically seeks out the bad bacteria growth and neutralizes it. So if you have bad breath, right, halitosis, if you had zero stoma, which is, which is a dry mouth condition, we're actually helping promote saliva production. So these super ingredients are really designed to cater to a healthier, balanced, more diverse ecosystem like most products have, have never done before. I, I would also add in this. Uh, awareness that customers, consumers have these days with pH. Yeah. You know, you can't look at a water bottle and not see the pH on it. I don't know if people understand the significance of that or not, but essentially this whole acid conversation that we're having, this whole bad bacteria conversation we're having, that thrives in an acidic environment, which is caused by today's modern diet, most of it at least. So our products are all formulated to be at seven or above in an alkaline position because that's where the bad bacteria cannot thrive. So this mouth rinse that we have, our toothpastes, they're all seven to 8.4 and above 
to really help put your mouth in this again, you know, happy kind of ecosystem world. That's um, a really, yeah. I think, nice way to think about it and thinking about like all the good things live in an alkaline state, get out of the acidic state. So as you think about product innovation, curious to hear kind of what that process looks like for you and specifically curious to hear about your teeth whitening strips, because I know I just started using them, but I feel like they've worked like so quickly already. Yeah. Well, let me hit you on this whitening strips first, and then we'll go to product innovation. What's their magic? Yeah. I would say that it's almost their magic, but also how inundated this market is with bad products. I think that there's a stigma around teeth whitening because a lot of internet marketers uh, sell these products and don't care about the product quality. And so you're flooded with these like class action lawsuits, bad reviews, and just products that feel scammy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I would say that I think that the consumer perception on teeth whitening products is skewed that they're not going to work because of the fact that people are just putting out bad product. But this is like anything else, completely an ingredient story. And if you follow directions and, you know, if you have the right. Oh, shoot. I didn't follow the directions. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you said they were working. They were. You probably did the right thing. Um, But if you use them as directed, you know, twice a day for essentially as long as it takes to get the results that you want, it's going to work, you know, and again, it comes down to the science and the products and the combination of ingredients, you know, teeth whitening is really a category that it's pretty wild to say this. And I don't know if I recognize the magnitude of this seven years ago when we were going into this, but my, our parents really have spearheaded the innovation in teeth whitening from a consumer standpoint. Um, their first company go smile had these teeth whitening on the go ampules that Cody was referring to us packaging on our ping pong table when we were 10 and seven. And then their latest company, uh, Glow Science, was the first company to put, you know, our father was an athlete. He won a national championship at Cornell. Cody and I tried to follow in his footsteps, but didn't get quite that far. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so he was on a bike one day thinking about the teeth whitening experience in his dental practice and combined his knowledge of, you know, sports and the mouthpiece with light and heat and his whole world of of innovation and created the first at-home product where you have light and heat to accelerate a teeth whitening gel. Patented that product and all of the copycats are contributing to this world I was referring to before of this kind of scammy world that doesn't work because they tried to go around this patent and did so successfully, but created a product that doesn't really work. So I would say I'm very happy that the whitening strips are working for you because the product integrity is there and the ingredients are there. And so keep on trucking because it's only going to keep working. Um, And then, yeah, Code, you want to chat about some of the product innovation side? Yeah, I mean, for us, it's a never ending flow of great ideas or fun ideas. You know, dinner table conversation is, oh, what if we do this or that or the oral microbiome has so many layers. We could take it in so many directions. What we love is that we are reinventing the everyday products that people know, right? We we sell our toothpaste and our floss picks and our whitening strips in thousands of Walmart stores. And um, how do we bring in newness that doesn't yet exist? How do we take what's out there and 
leverage oral wellness to improve and create a new way to see that product. For us, we have so many ways we want to go. And I, I'd be so curious, like Elizabeth, through your journey, like how innovation comes to life and when, because I'm of the camp of let's just go make all of this. But in reality, you know, I you know have it's so hard have a plan and a roadmap. Right. But everything from I'm really bullish on mouth taping and tongue scraping and some of these niche functional everyday elements that help improve the oral microbiome. Uh, we are just finishing a clinical study in oral microbiome, first of its kind, 30 day trial where we put twice products, our toothpaste, our floss, our mouthwash up against Colgate Total, uh, Listerine with alcohol and Glide Floss. And we looked at the improvement in the oral microbiome through at-home salivary diagnostics test with a company called Bristle out of San Diego. And from there to identify what shifts are happening, how could you create products around building towards a healthier microbiome, right? You've got pre, post, pre, pro, postbiotic products that are being introduced in adjacent categories. That's really exciting. Our rinse as probably one of, probably our hero product, you know, how do we evolve that portfolio? So it's always like endless, but it's only a matter of when, where, how do we actually do it? Yeah, I know. I feel like if I had it my way, I'd be releasing products all the time and can't do that. So it's hard to have the discipline to figure out when and what the right time is. And a lot of times it's also all about timing. Like when is the market really ready for the right product at the right time too? And listening to the customer. Yeah, We run post-purchase surveys and what led to our innovation in launching whitening strips and floss picks with Walmart was asking our e-commerce customers, what do you want to see more from us? And the resounding response, you know, we had a whitening pen, this extra strength whitening pen on the market. People wanted strips and they wanted, and then we had a traditional floss and they wanted picks. And so listening to our customer, that's definitely been, you know, we got to keep our, our ear to the ground there and, and know who really is resonating and, and what, what can we provide to continue them on that journey. Yeah, it's so important to get that feedback. What about oral probiotics? Is that a thing? Yeah, very much a thing. Speaks to the oral microbiome, just like, you know, the, the gut. You know, the gut, Cody says this all the time, the gut seeds the mouth, right? So a yeah. lot of that acid problem comes from the gut. This, to me, would probably fall into this camp that you said of, is the market ready for it? Right. Um, you know, there's been a, a ton of innovation and in marketing, I guess, in the probiotic and prebiotic world over the last decade. Is it ready for the oral care routine? You know, maybe. There's definitely been um, a few brands that have launched prebiotics, probiotics. It's interesting. I think that's one of those products that it's on the roadmap, but at a certain size of our business to launch something like that, you know, we'd probably be looking for to be able to drop a product like that into a couple million person email list or something like that, um, <laughs> you know, versus needing to launch that on our own. But that's, that's right in the vault, that whole ballpark of oral wellness and bacterial balance and, you know, creating a healthier body. As you think about acceptance into the marketplace, curious to hear what like regular dentists have 
the acceptance of that has been because certainly like regular doctors, you know, still aren't even telling you what to eat and they don't even know that. So are dentists educated on this or how's that changed? Yeah, it's, it's a good so, question. It's so interesting. I mean, we other grew, than your dad, of course, <laughs> growing up and hearing from our dad, the systems need change when the next generation of dental professionals come up through the programs, the oral microbiome is really not a focus, right? Like preventative measures as a holistic approach with the mouth at the focal point, that chapter's missing in the, in the textbook. And there are shifts happening, which is exciting to see. The dental profession is also split, right? You've got fluoride contingency and the, the, kind of fluoride free. And when the community comes together and says, hey, what's the best way to be as preventative as possible? I think it's we're still 10 years out from that merge. But with us, what's been very cool is from the beginning, the dental profession loved us, loved our products, loved our story, because we don't include sulfates that a lot of a lot of patients will come in and not really know why they're getting mouth ulcers and it's widely kind of understood that sulfates in your toothpaste are known irritants and can cause canker sores and also the fact that we use active ingredients instead of being this 100% all natural no nothing leaving out the science so the profession has always lo always loved us and then kind of the the future forward thinkers of of the dental professionals who are thinking mouth body connection, airway, sleep, nutrition, stress, how do those factors contribute to clenching your jaw or TMJ or weaker enamel? That's what gets us really excited. When the docs come to us asking those kind of questions, we're like, we have found yes. our people. Yeah. So that's exciting to see. You know, I think our Professionals are increasingly asking about our, our hydroxyapatite toothpaste, offering that up to patients. I think the time is coming where the, the take-home little hygiene bag with the little tiny red tube, it's it's not cutting it It's going to be yellow. It's going to be yellow. Amen. Yeah, big shout out to all the hygienists out there. You know, they're really leading the conversation, you know, in the, in the dental office. It's really these registered dental hygienists that are leading the hygiene conversation and you know, prom promoting, talking about this stuff. And they're responding to a better informed consumer than ever before, right? You know, hey, I saw this toothpaste and it's all over my TikTok or Instagram. You right. know, what is it? Do you like this? Like, so very early on, we went to this dental trade show just before COVID. And actually that was where we saw how connected we were from like a product market fit, I guess, to the dental community. Because they were like, wait a minute, you you're children of a dentist and like, you know, you went on a dental mission and your life changed and you've created these products, but there's fluoride in it, but they're new and there's no sulfates and there's these antioxidants <laughs> and vitamins and the flavors are nice. They're like heads were exploding because all of the innovation in oral care, air quotes, was natural and natural at the compromise of not including active ingredients that dentists and hygienists would recommend. So, yeah, we were we were you answered all their you know, prayers. Yeah, exactly. And now, you know, like the clinical that Cody referenced before, that's in response to, you know, dental professionals wanting some more data, which was amazing. And it's going to be a huge opportunity for us to advertise that. 
And um, we'll be getting that ADA seal at some point. It's a pretty expensive process. So, you know, we'll be getting there. But um, yeah, it's it's exciting. That's awesome. Well, as you think about this journey so far, and you have so much more ahead of you, which is super exciting. What's your day-to-day kind of routines or ways that you guys feel your best and make sure that your life is feeling as full and optimized as it can be to be thinking your absolute best. Yeah. I think along the journey, that's the most important thing is how do you wake up, find joy, feel connected to yourself, to your community, to your people around you. For me, movement has always been a cornerstone for me. We grew up as athletes and played sports in college and I'm training for an Ironman in two weeks. Nice. Which one are you doing? In uh, Finland, it's the world championship for the half. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. So for me, like daily movement, breath work was a practice I discovered back in 2018, transformed my life the ability to breathe through it and move from your head and into your body along with meditation, I think has been a really potent force for me on the journey of an absolute roller coaster that is life and and the entrepreneurial journey. And that's definitely for me been probably the main focus. I think community and family were super close whether we're talking about oral health or just the the challenges, you know, we, we grew up watching our parents build companies and it ain't rainbows and unicorns the whole time. It's war stories and struggle. Our dad always says it's not the challenges you face, but how you face those challenges. I think that very holistic approach to mindset and, and finding your joy and your purpose, it's, it's all connected. I love that. How about for you, Julian? I wish I, I'm 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 slowly trying to learn from my younger brother a lot of these very powerful holistic practices that really do when you do them, you know, feel like you know biohacking and, and putting yourself at your best. So I, I I I dabble in that very minimally, but I would like to get into it more. For me, it's been you know exercise, right? Movement, working out going for a run during COVID. It was the walk, discovering the walk. That was a real way. You know, it was, it's been just such a journey for the last five years. Holy moly. (laughs) So, you know, just kind of letting off some steam through some exercise and movement for sure. And then just learning through it, getting better every day, week, month, keeping a positive mindset, recognizing, you know, through all these challenges, we come out much stronger. And it's really the truth. The doc's got a lot of good lines. And another one is just survive long enough to thrive. And I think in this entrepreneurial world, like that's when you were talking about the black and white packaging and like getting to the yellow, I was dying inside because as much as it was this evolution in the brand, it was also very much an evolution of us as entrepreneurs and as leaders. And, um, you know, that's that's really been uh, a big driver in just everything, just continuous improvement. What do you think shifted for you guys personally at that point? The, the list is too long. <laughs> we could have a whole other hour, I think, maybe for this. <laughs> I think it's a case of you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. 
we found ourselves in opportunities where we had to make decisions and evolve and grow, right? You get put in that room, you get for you get an opportunity and it's like, oh, we gotta, we gotta step up and elevate. We had our first opportunity or our first retailer ever. January 2020, we met the CVS team. And while everyone is going out of retail and into e-commerce, we're running the other direction, moving from an e-commerce business to retail. And we launched <laughs> June 2020 in the height of COVID at the one retailer that's open for business, which was oh CVS. And that shift, it was a pivot. We were like, oh man, we're black and white. We always wanted to launch a third flavor. Let we got to make some moves. And we, you know, evolution, 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 change, change, change. And I think being nimble enough to be a startup of of two, you know, with some fantastic partners around us, enabled to make quick decisions and learn. And I think to Julian's point, actually survive long enough to thrive. Like just don't run out of money or go out of business, like hold on as tight as you can make mistakes, but don't make such a big mistake that you can't recover from it. And that was, that's been a lot of the journey. Such great great advice. All right. Well, we're going to move into some rapid fire Q and a. So we'll start Cody with you and then go back and forth. Three things that you're currently loving. Oh, riding my bike, Kabbalah, and sunshine. Uh, wow. Suits on Netflix, Summertime, and uh, TikTok Live Shop. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What do you want more of in your life? What do I want more of in my life? It's a great question. More people brushing with twice. I got it. I got everything else. I'm full. I got a gas tank full of love, full of family, full of health. God bless. But I would love just the whole world brushing with the yellow. I would say more brightness. And that comes in the form of people feeling the light inside and out. Favorite words to live by. Well done is better than well said. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Words to live by. I kind of said it earlier and it's um it's it's not the challenges you face it's how you face those challenges a favorite book or podcast for gross well podcast i mean early days i was listening to how i built this all the time i love that guy roswell just such inspiring stories let me let me get back to you i gotta think about that we do a lot of audible reading and um trust and inspire stephen covey is really amazing around leading with a trust and inspire mindset and i think along the journey in order to be successful you have to enroll people yeah so i've i've learned a lot from that and then i think oh. on the side i mean huberman and some of these kind of how do we focus on longevity i think that fires me up i mean the if you have, if if there's some entrepreneurs out here that don't know Dan Sullivan and the Strategic Coach Program, check out his books. He's got a lot of them. They're short. They're amazing. He has a book called Not How. Game changer. Awesome. Game changer. Favorite twice moment. You can only pick one. 
last year while we were on our way to the Bahamas. We're on, we're going on our dental mission. Normally the whole plane is full of like our team bring down 110 volunteers over seven, eight, nine days. And we land in the Bahamas from Miami. And there was a group of probably 35 to 40 year old women on a, on like a bachelorette weekend. And she turns around, she goes, are you the founder of twice? I'm like, yeah. She goes, I saw your TikTok. I bought your toothpaste. (laughs) Like no way. (laughs) That was really, really cool. That was a fun moment. That's awesome. There's many moments, but that, that was the first one that popped to mind. Yeah. Damn. That's such a good question. I think like every five days I'm kicking myself. Like, why have I not been keeping a journal? I know. know. I feel that way too. Oh, I should start now. I should start now. I should start now. Oh man. Who not have hire somebody (laughs) to be your journal and journal. (laughs) There have been so, 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 so many moments up and down over the last Really, we've been working on the business for six and a half, almost seven years and live for five years. I think getting to this point where we created this brand, which, by the way, took 15 months, this yellow identity and website and product packaging and new products and launching this like system, which to us was a completely learned evolution, right? Before we were selling toothpaste as a D2C business. I mean, that's a tough one. Now having this platform of products that's complete and... um, cohesive and was the brainchild of some really awesome people it just felt good it felt like holy like this was a big step forward um so yeah you know i think um that that to me you know stands out as a big bright spot no pun intended love it and last question what is your number one non-negotiable to thrive on your wellness journey oh wow Mine's daily movement. Yeah, I think Cody lives by that, which is good. I can't say that I live by that every day. Um, Brush, floss, rinse, whiten twice a day. (laughs) There you have it. Julian, thank you so much for being on the podcast. This was so much fun to, to meet and hear your story. Where can everybody find you guys? Smiletwice.com is our website. We're twice on Instagram, but most importantly, follow us on TikTok. You'll see us going live every week. TikTok shop live. That's where you can find us. At Twice Oral Wellness. Yes. Check us out. We got a lot of good stuff in the hopper. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for joining me on Live Purely with Elizabeth. I hope you feel inspired to thrive on your wellness journey. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review. You can follow us on Instagram at purely underscore Elizabeth to catch up on all the latest. See you next Wednesday on the podcast.